Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Good to be in your company for another weekend. A big weekend coming up in New Zealand racing. And the main man to tell us all about it is Butch Castles. Morning to you, Butch. G'day, Jordan. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. What have we got coming up this weekend? Yeah, racing at uh, Ruakaka in the winterless north and Manawatu, Awapuni. Uh, in the central districts, gee, they've had some rain down in the central districts, so it'll be a pretty testing track at Awapuni. But uh, the Winterless North living up to its reputation, track's going to be somewhere near a, a dead surface. So, uh, look, it should be uh, ideal uh, at this time of year, particularly horses uh, kicking off looking for better tracks. Excellent. The, uh, the feature at Awapuni this week is a Group 3, is that right? Yes, I don't know that you can say the name. I struggle with it. Bo Ringer Engelheim or something is the uh, Pretty sponsor. Pretty good, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, a good metric mile. It's always a nice race. Moroni was really good winning, uh, resuming. Just Ask Me, he's ra- been racing well. Uh, it's a senior rider on on this occasion. Um, there's a couple down in the weights as well. Mustang Valley, who was really good last time. And uh, Crossroads was good as well uh, last time. So, yeah, it's a nice race. Bevan Sweeney later on, trackside presenter, will tell us all about what's happening at Awapuni. But first up on Breakfast with the Kiwis today, our first guest is uh, jockey Michael McNabb, who will take us through his full book of rides coming up at Ruakaka. He's with us now. Morning to you, Michael. Good morning, John. How are you? Well, thank you. G'day, Michael Butch here. Uh, look, let's uh, have a look at it. You've got a busy day up in the winterless north. Looks like it's going to be uh, a nice day, though, so it uh, should be good fun out there. Pixie Dust in the first, gee, I thought she was uh, impressive at the trials, and uh, these are Drossens seem to have caught the eye a little bit. Yeah, really got at the trials, and um, as you said, uh, Drossens have been um, trialling up really well this first crop of them, so... Looking forward to getting on her. Just probably a little bit of a downfall with the bad barrier gate she got, but it's only half a mile, so we might be all right. Yeah, they do it on one breath, I suppose, uh, Michael, do they? You bounce them out and <laughs> hope that they find and land somewhere near the speed, and that's really uh, uh, the quickest uh, one that gets the prize. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, on one breath, I'm picking they all will be too. They'll all be nervous having their first go, but, um, yeah, Half mile, so hopefully she showed good speed at the trials. So hopefully she clears the machines well and puts herself right there. Yeah, for sure. Race two, one that's uh, got plenty of experience, trained locally. Chevron has been very, very good this preparation. Uh, not out of the money at all. Uh, racing really, really well. And gee, there's been some money for him this time round as well. He's two eighty into two dollars thirty. Uh, get the nice draw in a small field. Should be awfully hard to beat. Yeah, he looks um he looks a really good ride tomorrow, been super consistent. Um couple of the better ones sort of river run and the horses that have been beating him aren't there tomorrow, so it looks a really good race for him. Little field like that, Michael, can can it be tricky just from a from a jock's perspective? Uh it's it becomes really quite tactical, particularly when it's a staying race, I suspect. Yeah, it can be. Um it can they can be really difficult. You sort of don't want to get somewhere where you can't go when 
when you when you want to go. So, um, but nearly the whole field's led at their last start or gone forward at their last start. So it'll be interesting to see how it's run. Yeah, there'll be plenty of speed in the race. On the rivet likes to go forward. Uh, I thought uh, Lowry might uh, get forward a little bit. So yeah, you're right, Segunto maybe as well. So uh, you'll posse up Chevron and. Uh, look, uh, all things being equal should be awfully hard to beat. You're right, another one for Chris Gibbs in race number three, Burgundy Dancer. Been a bit disappointing this horse, but does land in a pretty winnable race. Yeah, it has been a little bit disappointing. This run two starts back wasn't wasn't the worst without much room in the straight. Um, as you said, probably not the strongest field. If he shows up a little bit, he might be some sort of chance. Good race, race four, the Toten Poke Sports Bar. Thought uh, it was a, a tidy field. The likes of Gino Severini, Vigor winner in there. You ride a horse who's got tons of ability on his day. Tell all out of the Pike stable. What are you going to tell us about this bloke? Um, yeah, he's got tons of ability. He can be a little bit lazy sometimes and he he likes to clock off a little bit. But if he gets right in the right spot and he's in the right, right mind, he's a really nice horse. 1,400 metres uh, in a fresh state. Is that uh, right in his wheelhouse? That would be, in my opinion, uh, be ideal for him. Uh, are you thinking the same? Yeah, I think it will be perfect, especially fresh up. Um, normally goes to 12 and then gets to the 1,400 where he's really competitive. I think straight to the 1,400 he'll be, he'll be able to put himself right there and be really competitive. Race five, uh, you ride a uh, filly or me now for uh, Stephen Marsh, Miss Cartier. Pretty disappointing uh, resuming, but we could forgive her that. Um, look, she's uh, another one that showed plenty last prep. Yeah, showing plenty. Got, uh, I think she might have got the stakes level, stakes place last prep. Um, always showing a lot, back a bit stronger. Forgive first stuff, back on a better surface. I think you'll see um, a really good display. Righto, uh, Michael, race uh, six, you ride Slipper Island. Pretty good three-year-old race, this. Plenty of these horses will have designs on racing in good company as the uh, season progresses. Is, and your bloke, uh, he'll be one of them, Slipper Island. What can you tell us about him? How forward is he for this run? He's had the three trials now, um, so, so he's forward enough. Um, show, showing good ability as a two-year-old. Uh, his work Tuesday morning was really good. Um, in a competitive sort of feel, but if, if he bought his best, I think, you'd, I think you'd see him winning. He's got a little bit of class about him. He has got a little bit of class about him. He, he's one that really does want the better track. I know he went to Australia and it, it all turned to custard with a, a really wet track, that one run he had over there. He's uh, a source that, um, do you think Ruakaka will suit him? Sometimes it can be uh, a little bit horses for courses. Mm, that be, that's my only probably concern. Um, this trial wasn't bad, but it wasn't real good at, at Rukaku's second trial. Um, and if, I think he wants a really good track. That'd be my only concern. But if, if he handles that, I'd say it'd be very hard to beat. Yeah, for sure. He's a nice animal going forward. Certainly if it's not tomorrow, one well worth keeping an eye on for races as he progresses towards a good guineas. Race number seven, well... You'll be pretty popular if you can ride the winner of this one. I see it's the Marsh Racing sponsored event. You're riding one for Stephen, and uh, we all know he loves his money, so he would have hated having to give some to sponsor it. But if you can get it back, you'll be very, very popular. 
Yeah, I'd be, he'd, he'd be, I'd be popular with him. Might have to get a couple of those hundred dollar notes that he keeps in his pocket all the time off him. <laughs> yeah, um, they're hard to get, eh? He, he does make prisoner of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're locked away like they've done something really bad to someone. <laughs> <laughs> um, Divine Savage. She's a nice mare, does a few things wrong in the running, um, run really good, fresh, fresh up, awkward gait, but um, she'll be doing her best work late. 1,400 metres uh, second up. Uh, she probably wants further as her prep progresses, but she might be okay at 14 second up? I think she'd be, yeah, okay, but as you said, she'll be looking to get up over further, sort of the mile 2,000. Mm, last race to Michelle Bradley uh, racing. You ride one for one of the really great guys of our industry, Frank Ritchie. Uh, Elf for Charlie, the name of this bloke. She's been racing well on the synthetic. I suppose it's a matter of whether he can take it across to the grass tracks. Yeah, you pretty much summed it up there, Butch. Um, been racing super consistent on the um, synthetic track. If, if he can bring that, he's got to be some sort of chance. But again, he's probably off a really awkward gate. Mm, he is. Good run down the back, though, at Ruakaka, so it'll be up to the jock to do the job there, Michael. Righto, um, your nice book of rides, a really nice book of rides. What's the best of them, in your opinion? Uh, hopefully Slipper Island. Hopefully Slipper Island. I thought Chevron would take all sorts of beating as well. Thanks, Michael, for your time. Safe travels up to Ruakaka and safe riding out there on the day. Appreciate you taking the time to join us here with Breakfast for the Kiwis. Thanks, Butcher. Thanks for having me on, mate. Michael McNabb there with us on the program. On the other side of this, we'll have a chat to Bevan Sweeney to see what's coming up around our boonie. More on the other side of this, Breakfast with the Kiwis. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Jordan Canellis here. Butch Castle's taking you through the weekend ahead of racing around New Zealand. One man who's got his finger on the pulse of everything racing, and he would have done the form of Awapuni for this weekend, is trackside presenter Bevan Sweeney. He's with us now on the show. Morning to you, Bevan. Good morning, team. Great to be joining you. We head to Awapuni on Saturday, and the big wet continues in my part of the world. It'll be a heavy track condition on Saturday, but we have a cracking race, the metric mile has really come up well this year. Yeah, Bevan Butch here, and uh, I struggled to get Bo Ringer Ingelheim out. Wouldn't <laughs> want to be having to say that too many times in the call would one Anthony Wilson Lee, would he? No, he wouldn't. Uh, I don't think he's done much sharing either. So, uh, yeah, Lee, well, you know he's a magician at the call, uh, so I'm sure he'll <laughs> flick it in there somewhere knowing his talent. Exactly. Right, eight. let's have a look at these uh, some of the uh, feature races. As you said, just touching on how wet it was, obviously really, really wet with the abandonment of Woodville on Thursday. So the rain just continues, eh? Yeah, it does, Butch. I think the water levels are up, so any sort of sprinkling of rain just puts the track in uh, some sort of flooded condition. I think that's what happened at Woodville. They had a heavy eight. Thunderstorms came through this part of the world early in the week, and they got a deluge, and then the water table just rose completely up. So... Uh, they're off. I see they're putting stakes into the next day to Wibble for the jumpers, so uh, they'll get a return there. And let's just hope this rain doesn't get any heavier at Awapuni because they do have that outside rail still up where the track is very, very wet. To be fair, uh, the last time they raced there in that sort of position, the track actually came 
uh, okay for what is the very wet winter here in spring. So it'll be wet, Butch, so who handles it will be winning. And fingers crossed that they don't get the rain they predicted in Hawke's Bay this weekend either. Uh, we're only, what, uh, mm. a week away from day two at the Bay and the first day they're running 118. Let's hope that uh, they can uh, get a bit of drying there as well. Yeah, we hope so, Bush, don't we? Uh, because form plays out truer on the better tracks uh, and I think we saw on uh, a couple of Saturdays ago, day number one, that the track had a massive influence uh, on the results. So we hope... Uh, the track doesn't improve. And then, you know, there's better horses lining up, really. I'm not sure if La Creek will go up at the heavy 10. What do they do with Imperatries? I see Dark Destroyer is out because the race took a bit of a toll on him, but he did pick up the group one. So, yeah, fingers crossed. But it is wet up there, whether it can improve through the week and come up in a reasonable sort of state. I'm not 100% sure because it was wet three weeks ago. Mm, I don't think Imperatrice will go for a track like that again on... On what we saw. Yeah. Uh, anyway, race three, Awapuni. Uh, plenty of wet trackers in here that won't mind it. Aaron Cena, do we forgive her the run last time? Well, she's hit and miss, isn't she? She won a wet race at Hawara and then in a nice race to be fair last start, she's slow away and never really got into it. We know she's got the ability. Aaron, uh, Ellen has spoken in high regard of her, but she just hasn't quite produced it. Uh, and then we've got some horses who our bat is really Kahu Rocky's an old stooger who is tough. He was really unlucky at Hawks Bay day number one. Timberlake disappointed at Wanganui. That can happen on the sand base track there. He was good at Awapuni Trent and Pryor. He's a real wet tracker, isn't he? Uh, as well. And Yolo got the job done at last uh, at Wanganui last time and probably can push on with it. Uh, I actually went with Yolo at a bit of uh, value over Timberlake and I had Aaron Cena in for uh, third, but. I'm not convinced any which way this race. I think the 51 with the Lily board on YOLO just swayed me a fraction, uh, Butch. But you're right, if Eric Cena lives up to the reputation and what we've seen in prior preparations, then she is very much a winning chance in this race. Right, a race that you will have uh, done the form on for a variety of reasons, but one that you've got a, an mm. ownership interest in is race number five, Race Stevens, the horse we're talking about with you. Uh, Butler's going to be awfully hard to hit off, though, isn't he? He is, he is. Uh, you do the formulas a hundred times, you'll come up with him as the winner, Butcher. Uh, they put up 250. And having yeah. a horse in the race, I thought, well, I can back Butcher, uh, the partner or the Butcher, and I can have a free bet on my own horse uh, uh, in reality because she's 650, Butler's 250. I'm back in both. If he wins, I'm going to make some sort of profit in the race and I can have a little bit on my own horse. He is a Group 1 horse. My mare is definitely not a Group 1 horse. She's into that sort of listed level. And pretty much the remainder of this field is at that level. So only bad luck beats him, Butcher, to be fair. I saw a uh, jump-out vision from New Plymouth uh, from earlier this week, and Alan gave him a little bit of a tune-up uh, against Darcy LaBella. He was made to work through the line, so uh, he'll be rock hard for the handles with track conditions. We saw him behind him, Peritrius. Where he's heading, I'm not 100% sure, but he is the class uh, horse in the race. And if you got the 250... You're shopping great money. And I see there's a poll on Twitter at the moment. They might boost him tomorrow. And that could be dangerous again for the TOB. I, I just can't believe they've put up the 250. Sometimes uh, there is the odd uh, <laughs> price discrepancy. He's into a dollar eighty already. And I thought he'd go around shorter than that, to be fair. But yeah, anyway, um, amazing. 250. I wasn't shopping yesterday or Wednesday whenever they put it up. So I'm going to have to be a little bit earlier to catch the worm. Race seven, mm. the Bo Ringer Ingelheim 
metric mile, Bevan. I thought this was as good a renewal as this race as it's been for a while. Absolutely agree. Uh, absolutely agree. This is a cracking addition to this particular race. We've got all sorts of angles here. We've got Deerfield, Just Ask Me, the senior horses, both going really, really well. Sherwood Forest returns. Now with Bill Thurlow, uh, he's fresh up into this. And you go further down the field, you've got Secret and More on uh, the minimum, along with uh, some talented horses in Cork and Mustang Valley. And the race has implications into uh, the last day at the Bay as well, around those uh, type of horses and where they are to head. So it is a cracking addition of the race. But Mustang uh, Valley sectionally against the Group 1 on day number one was exceptional. Uh, so this horse is going to come in for a lot of money. There's a fair bit of speed in the race, and I think Mustang Valley's just going to sit right in behind Deerfield, Pookie Park, a run like Boo. Our finish different, and we know track to track, uh, it is difficult to, for these horses to sort of frank form uh, on the heavy track conditions. But I think she's going the right way, and she'll be played strongly. She has been already. So she's on top. I was really impressed with Secret and More last time uh, at Wanganui. Not a lot of horses made ground. This horse did, sectionally the best on the day. I'll be throwing that in. I'm not giving up on Just Ask Me as a winning chance here, Butcher. I know heading to the last day at the Bay, but with a ride, and he's got the right man aboard and Troy Harris, uh, he would have won the last couple of starts if he had had uh, Troy in, I think. Uh, uh, just the apprentices went missing for a couple of strides. And in saying that, he's not easy to ride. So Troy uh, will be a big addition there. And outside of that, for fourth, well, Cork's got the blinkers on. Uh, she chased home Deerfield last time, 53, good wet track horse, who, who was going the right way. 11-6-1 and 9 for me, but Aromatic's also a chance in the race to butcher for mine. Crossroads was massive over 1,200 metres at Hastings the other day. So if I'm going to go to Mustang Valley, looks like a, a horse that will probably reach a very high level with time and the price, well, it's getting short enough now, it's in to that 350, 360 quote, but Andrew Forsman starting to fly as well. He sure is. And the last, we like to back the winner of the last. We like to get it in the quaddie. Forsman a chance here as well with uh, Hot Pinks in the last. Thought it was a, a really tough way to round out the program, though. It is. And I'm going to stick with my ship. Uh, Mustang Valley beat Centre Magico. I was keen on Centre Magico at Hastings. Uh, comes back to Arlotuni at one. It uh, uh, has one here on the course. Four minor placings. Loves the trip. Loves wet tracks. Rock hard fit. Has to carry the weight. You're getting seven dollars there. I thought that was okay. Hot pinch, yes. Uh, the Andrew Forsman leads the all press factor. I think he'll be in play throughout uh, the program there on Saturday. Butcher. Uh, Zoe sat in the horse. I've been waiting for. But she was okay. Better at Wanganui last the time. She got an outside draw. That's probably a decent sort of place to be uh, later on in the day. But. Look, I'll, I'll be around the two and the four. You're getting five and seven, so I think they're both decent bets on the uh, on the day and in the last on the front. Good on you, Bevan. Thanks for your time again. Appreciate it. Uh, good luck uh, tomorrow. Uh, good luck with the punt and, of course, with Ray Stevens in race number five. Appreciate your time. Uh, thanks, Butch. I uh, hope you guys have a good uh, day and best of luck on the punt. Bevan Sweeney, always great to have him on the program. Butch, always good to chat to you as well. It's uh, going to be a big weekend. Hope you uh, hope you do well on whatever you're doing on the weekend. And we've got a day for the Queen on Monday, this side of the Tasman, so can't wait. Excellent stuff. We'll chat to you, to, to you again next week. Butch, thank you. Thank you. Breakfast for the Kiwis. Catch us online and on the radio this time next week. See ya. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. 
Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.